amen, if we want him to come in, we need to make a joyful noise. Oh, hallelujah, a joyful noise. The Lord is showing me this morning. I, I may go in a different direction when it's time to preach, but we need to make a joyful noise. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord God of heaven. Amen. Amen. I've been in this a long time, and I'm going to tell you right now, when I came in this thing, there was some noise. There was noise in the prayer room, and there was noise in the church house. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God. People were not reserved. They were not laid back. They were ready to worship God and make some noise. I can see right now God's already going to change the direction of my message, and all I've got is a scripture. But I'm telling you, when I get there, and it may be right now, I'm telling you, it may be right now, because I'm going to tell you right now, before we can really worship and before we can really praise, we've got to get ourselves in a position to receive and respond. But you're not going to respond if you're just quiet and reserved, because our God deserves some passion. He deserves some zeal. He deserves some excitement. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord God. May I say this kindly. It shouldn't take a preacher to motivate you to praise the Lord by opening your mouth and making a noise. Not a whisper. Let me go a little farther. If I'm going to make a noise up here with the mic, then I ought to make a noise down there when I don't have a mic. It's not about just getting fired up when I got the mic. It's about getting fired up because I'm in the presence of God. Woo, man. You don't know it by now, I'm fired up. I'm going to stay fired up, and I'm going to stay noisy. I said I'm going to stay noisy. This is not a shouting match. I'm not trying to out-shout you, but I'm trying to lift my voice. I believe that's Bible. I said, I believe that nowhere did God say, come to me in a whisper. Oh, my, my, my. Hallelujah. Okay, you get burned and see if you don't make a noise. Uh-uh. You're going to be jumping. You're going to be shouting, crying, depending on the severity of the fire. What happened to your fire? What happened to your fire? Sometimes you got to stir up the fire. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. You can't dance unless you begin to shout and lift your voice beforehand. All right. Okay. I don't know. Maybe some of you don't recall I'm an apostolic preacher. I'm not a denominal preacher. I was born in the fire. I'm staying in the fire. I'm dying in the fire. I came in this with some noise. I'm going out with some noise. 
I may get old and grayer, and I may not be able to dance. I may not be able to jump, but there's one thing I can do. I can make a noise. I can clap my hands. I can shout. For the Lord has given me the victory. Maybe that's the problem. You're not walking in victory, so you don't have a shout. I don't want to hear it. The devil is a liar. It does take a shout. I'm already preaching. I'm on, you're going to hear this probably again. I, I got a news flash for you. Read the book. Jesus is coming back for us with a whisper. But we think a whisper is going to get his attention. He's coming back with a shout. You can be tired in body. You can be physically impaired in body. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can open your mouth and make some noise. We'll never get to the place of worship that God wants us to be until we start making some noise in the prayer before service. Amen. Maybe some of you have forgotten or you've never been there. When I was in the prayer room with men, you talking about noises. Every man was making a noise. Ladies' prayer room, every lady was raising her voice. And when they came out for service, they brought it with them. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. I guess we better sing before I start preaching. Because I feel preach in this place. Hey!
Worship the Lord in song. Before we sing this song, I want to ask a question. Get you thinking. Don't think so much you miss the rest of the service. But when a song comes in your heart, and you're singing at home or in the car or in the shower or out in the yard, I know, you, you just, you just sing it in your mind. You don't open your mouth and make any noise. It may start there. Sooner or later, it's coming out here. That's amazing. Maybe the Lord's changing the song. You'll get there. I'm ready. Get what you want. I'm free because you said I'm free. Oh, yeah.
praise the name of the Lord. So good to see you. We could sing so much more today and worship the Lord, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm ready to preach. It may only be five minutes, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with what the Lord has stirred me. I had it all ready with the other message, and let me say this to Pastor Brown and those that work back there. Quit putting the titles on the message until after the service. I know you're trying to get ahead, and you're trying to be productive, and I understand that. Stop it. Be ready to move how God says to move, and if you need to put another scripture in, you need to get it quickly. Amen. We cannot take God out of the services and what he wants to do. That's one of the reasons. Nothing wrong with programs. Nothing wrong with them. That's one of the reasons we don't do it. Because I don't want people to say, well, we're supposed to sing another song now. So-and-so's got a special song. How come that didn't happen? Be prepared. Be prepared for the Lord to take over. Amen. Too many churches have all their sermons lined out for the year. Wow. That's something to think about. Amen. So you can return to your seats this morning. Now, we appreciate your prayers for my wife and I. She did fall. She's, she's fine. Scared me, though. I tell you, I was scared. She fell hard. Sister Luna fell yesterday, too. Keep her in prayer. Others, others are not feeling well that are not here today. Keep them in prayer. But I, I, I want to say this as a testimony to God. I've got a right knee that gets at least twice, maybe three times as big as the left. But as you can tell, when the Lord moves on me, I'm going to worship him. I'm going to worship him. I'm not saying for you, if you're hurting physically to do that, I'm just saying, if I can help it, nothing will prevent me from being passionate about Jesus. People can be passionate in different ways, but they're going to have to be some type of outward sign. Amen. Some of you, I've seen you at fellowships and eating. <laughs> Laughing, caring on, happy, smiling. What happens when you come into the church to the house of the living God? You're not excited. You're not smiling. And then if there's something really good, I had to correct some things in my household, Brother Hillman. Because the girls in my family, when they're sitting down, and even the little ones, even the doctor does it, if they're eating something good, I said, look, knock that off. If you're not going to do that in church, don't do it. So I'm trying to encourage through real-life experiences 
But this church has got to move into a dimension it is not at. And we've got to get back. You say, well, we don't have those young men that used to, then you pick up the slack. I'm fired up today. I appreciate Brother Rusty coming and worshiping the Lord. Some of you can do more than you're doing. Quit waiting on somebody else and start doing it for Jesus. Now, if you ever invite my wife and I out to eat with you or you accept one of our invitations, I'm not trying to get you down. No, I don't want you to do that. But I want you to understand nothing in this world should be more exciting to me than Jesus. Nothing. Amen. Woo! Man, I bought me an extra shirt today. Yeah. Let me try to make some announcements if I can. I just feel, just feel preached. I just, I just feel it. I just preach it. Hola. Yeah. General conference next week. For those that may be going, it starts Monday, probably 7.30. It starts Monday night in Greenville is the hotels if you're going to stay there. Campbell is where the general convention is. And so we will have church here Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. All right? Mandatory parent, grandparent, legal guardian, orientation, Saturday from 10 to 2. Parents. Grandparents, legal guardian, if you have not downloaded the app, please do so. It's important. If you don't know how to get it, see Pastor Brown, all right? Amen. Vacation Bible School, we're still working on it. Even if it's after school starts, we're still working towards that end, all right? Amen. There's lots going on, lots happening in the world. There's probably more happening here than you're aware of. Pastor Boy, you're really doing a lot of uh, admonishing today. Well, that's what pastors are supposed to do. Because I'm going to let you in on a secret. The apostolic world, unfortunately as a whole, is going in the wrong direction. Any other announcements that I need to make? Pray for Evangelist Simmons, her husband there in Leonard, Texas, ministering this morning. Any, uh, oh, I got one other announcement I think it's important. Remember a while back I told you every fifth Sunday we will not have an evening service. So next Sunday evening, instead of a service, we are going to be celebrating Pastor Brown's birthday. Amen. I think he's 40 now. Woohoo! And so, I think 5.30, 5.30 would be a good time if you'd like to come. I'd love to spring something. I'm sure someone will be getting a cake for him. He's an old man now. And so, 
He's, he's at the top of the hill beginning the downward walk. Any other announcements? All right. Brother Phillips is going to come and receive any offerings that you may have today. We're going to sing another song. Step out and greet one another. Please do. If you don't feel comfortable in shaking hands, ladies hugging ladies' necks, men hugging men's neck. I hope you heard that. Just kind of give a golf knuckle. All right? Give a bump. It's important we do that. Ensemble can be seated. Praise the name of the Lord God. So good to see all of you today. I tell you, my wife and I went to Hendersonville, Tennessee for the ACE training. Refresher. It was nice and cool there. First day, it was high of 88. Even got some rain. Never really reached 100 while we were there. And so we were hoping that we had brought a sweater. We had to go to Walmart and buy a blanket for the bed. I'm serious. Your body gets accustomed to various things. That will preach too. Amen. We're going to just wait a few more moments and praise the Lord. God is such a good God. So good to see all of you today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
I am going to be moving from my original message. I don't even know why I need my iPad up because there's nothing there for me to use. So I'm going to be moving from my original message found in Isaiah 5 that I may preach tonight to the next chapter in the book of Isaiah, to chapter number 6. As I was studying this morning, as I was reading Isaiah chapter 6, the Lord began to really stir me, and as I came out, I stayed stirred. So, I'm going to do my very best, yield to Him, and bring something that I hope will help you change your life. Amen. I know that was probably a statement you were not ready for me to make, but once you've been born again, God's already given you the power. He's already transformed you, regenerated you, so he's given you the power to make changes in your life. Amen. Here in Isaiah 6, I'm going to read verses 1 through 5. Normally, I just read one verse of Scripture, but I am impressed to, to read these verses. Verse number 1 in Isaiah 6 says this, In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah, now Isaiah saw, also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain, he covered his face. With twain, he covered his feet. And with twain, he did fly. One cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. This is the verse that got me. Verse number four. And the post of the door moved. At the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. And the prophet said, when this took place, Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. You may be seated. I'd like to try my best to leave this with you. Short, long, I don't know. Depends on the Lord, really. Moving the post. I've been in this a while. And I have been in services. Where there was such an atmosphere. 
when people were so lost in the presence of God, kind of like Solomon when he dedicated the temple, and the presence of God fell, and they couldn't do a thing. We are getting away from that. We come and we sit. We don't move. We say, preacher, preach to me and change me. Sorry, I don't have the power to do it. I really don't have. If it's going to be anointed and from the Lord, I do not have the ability to even preach the word of God. It's got to come from him. If it's going to do anything, it's got to come from him. And I'm going to tell you right now, get out of the mindset and the philosophy that apostolic preachers are, are supposed to preach with a normal tone. That is not the way it's supposed to be done. This seraphim, which was a being of fire, a being of fire in the presence of fire, the coals on the altar were on fire. Everything in the presence of God was on fire. Covering his face. Covering his feet. Flying. When's the last time you flew in the spirit? Moving the post. This was physical. What about your doorpost? Maybe that's why your heart is never moved. That you can sit right on this chair. And no matter what's happening, no matter how hard the preacher's preaching, no matter where he's at in the book, you just sit right there. Because something hasn't moved you. Now I'm going to go back to yesteryear. doesn't do us a bit of good today. Because it's gone. And all we've got is now. But I'm going to tell you, and I'm not exaggerating. When we had church, honey, we had church. There was noise. There was shouting. There was singing. There was running. There was dancing. There was twirling. There was all kind of action. What has happened to the church of the living God? Where if a preacher gets loud like I get loud, they immediately say I'm angry. I'm not angry. I'm just on fire. Oh, it doesn't take all that. Well, honey, you better read the book. You better read the book. Before they were filled with the Holy Ghost, there was a fire that came. There was some noise. We're not making any noise. And some of you have allowed others in this church to shut your mouth. And you need to begin to open your mouth and make a noise because you're capable of doing so. It's not predicated on where you're at. It's not predicated on how good you are. It's not predicated if you don't have a sin in your life. 
what it's predicated is holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I'm going to tell you right now, I like that Brother Lewis put these signs back up. You see that fire right there, right here, right now. Why? Because my roots are deep. I am not going to be moved. I'm not looking for a number, even though I'll take a number. I'm not looking for your response, even though I want you to respond. I have made up my mind. I'm going to worship God and give him everything I've got. I'm going to make a noise. It's amazing to me when you're first born again and you're a new convert. I can't shut you up. I can't shut you up, but the more purer you get, the more sophisticated you get, the more you get in your own intellect, and the more you say, well, I don't like all of this, and I don't like all this movement, and I don't, I don't like all this loudness. Well, honey, I guess you won't hear the Lord when he comes. I'm going to tell you right now, I want to be where I need to be with Jesus because I want to hear that shout. Because I believe if you don't hear the shout, you're not coming up. I know you're looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. But before he could raise a dead man, he had to say, Lazarus, come forth. He had to shout. He had to make a loud noise. Come on, somebody. When he was praying, he prayed for the benefit of others. He said, Father, I know you heareth me, but I'm saying it out loud for the benefit of the others that they might believe that you send me. Honey, I'm telling you right now, you may not like what I'm about to say, but I am going to rebuke that quiet spirit that'll sit in their pew and try to pray the power down, and they won't lift their voice. I'm not saying you got to be as loud as me, but you're going to have to get audible. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Hannah. Hannah came with a desperate desire. And she was so sorrowful, heavy in spirit, she didn't make a sound. And, and Eli knew exactly what she wanted. No, he didn't. He didn't. I know you're just agreeing with me. So, Sister Clark, it's okay. You're okay. Keep smiling. And then he said, you're a drunk woman. Something's wrong with you. You're sitting there quiet. Something's wrong with you. I don't went too far in the fire to stop now. If you're quiet, something's wrong with you. I'm not saying you got to be. I hear it right now. Well, Pastor, I'll never be as loud as you. I didn't say you had to be. But you sitting there mouthing inside of you and just sitting there just all prim and proper is not getting the job done. And that's why we're not having the services. And that's why nothing's moved. That's why nothing's moved. People come in the same, they leave the same. Nothing really happens in their life. The services are really not what God wants them to be because you have not moved the post. Hannah, in the temple. Not even 
making a sound. You're a drunk woman. No, no, no. Oh, she opened her mouth. <laughs> it's amazing. No, I'm not drunk. As Peter opened his mouth. I'm not drunk as you suppose. Oh, God's helping me. God's helping me. You see, until he opened his mouth, these men are drunk. Something's wrong with these men. I'm telling you right now, you keep your mouth shut. I love you to pieces, but I'm trying to get you to a place uh, to get your mouth open and start making some noise. Uh, oh, hallelujah, you may not jump, you may not roll, you may not run, you may not dance, but I guarantee you, you can make a noise, uh, and you can lift your voice. Uh, and if all of us lift our voice, uh, there will be such an atmosphere in this place uh, that the smoke of God will come down, and the smoke of God will begin to minister to people. It's not just in this message that you get fired up. It's before the preaching. I like that, Lord. Peter had to open his mouth and say, whoa, whoa, time out. Well, he didn't say that. We're not drunk as you suppose. He is but the third hour of the day. But this is that. Oh. Is Sir Tyrion finding the Lord? Just think it, Lord. No, no, no. Just think it, Lord. Lord, just you being here is enough for me. <laughs> Speak the word. The disciples were in the garden. They didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. So they were weak, and Jesus was, as a man, went a little ways off. He was in travail, dropping blood out of his pores and crying out to God in his humanity. He comes back, and he, what? Could you not pray with me one hour? I could just hear him just like us apostolic today. But, Lord, I was praying in my sleep. Some of you have forgotten what it was like when you first came in this. And how you got the Holy Ghost in the first place. And how you got to the place you're at. You are taking things for granted. You're taking the presence of God for granted. I hope you're feeling uncomfortable. You can deny it all you want to, but I guarantee you, if King Jesus came in here and stood like here right now, you would not be sitting in your proof. You'd be face down on the carpet weeping. Well, he's here. I got a newsflash for you. He's here. And those cherubims and cherubims right this moment, right this very instant, are crying as they fly around, holy, 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 and they're moving the post, and they're moving the post, and they're. It does. Me, a little good for your soul. 
just to sense and feel what I'm feeling now. You have got to move. Well, that's just not me. You can do something. You can do something. God is looking for a church. He's not, lo- He's not looking for an assembly that has man-made smoke. Man-made lights. Man telling people they got the Holy Ghost. What he's looking for is smoke produced by his children who are passionately, fervently, time out, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Get off your whisper. Get off your meekness. Get. I thought the Bible said, come before him with boldness. I know you don't want to like all this scripture because you're used. You've got so used to being quiet and reserved, but you can't break out because you're afraid somebody will know you've been wrong. Well, honey, you are wrong. I've been in this a long time. And for those of you that have been with me for the time that you've been with me, I have not stopped my shout. I have not stopped my passion. My wife has not stopped hers as well. How come you stopped? You're reflecting too much and making excuses in your mind. You're making excuses in your heart. You want deliverance? You want something moved in your life? You better start making a noise. The devil's coming. He's giving me power. serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any hurt me. And so when he comes, I've got to resist him with power. You let somebody touch you you don't want to touch and I guarantee you, you won't stay quiet. You let somebody touch your children you don't want to touch your children. we're not moving the post honey as a body we're not moving the post and because we're not moving the post too many of you you're using your age as an excuse I'm not saying you're going to get up here and dance and run and stuff like that but you ought to be leading the way of lifting your hands and making a noise you ought to be doing something so that these younger people can see they're old, but they haven't lost it. They're old, but they still got it. They're old, they still believe it. Is he holy? 
or is he not holy? Is he worthy or not worthy? Oh, I, 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 I still sense, but it's all right. Listen, you need to hear this kickback, Jack. Some of you are not going to change. Well, that's between you and God. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not changing either. I'm not changing either. It's amazing to me when preachers really get under the inspiration, anointing, and fire of God, they get loud. So the only thing I can conclude from this hypotenuse is that you haven't been under the fire of God. I'm just being me. I've always been this way. I haven't changed. Because if you get under the fire, you're going to make some noise. You're going to get away from that chair. You're going to get away from this inanimate object, this object that can do nothing for you, cannot praise God for you, cannot motivate you, cannot stir you, and you're going to get out here and begin to make some noise. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to do this. I'm giving you this as an example. When I came in this, my pastor was preaching this way. I'd be up here. Yeah, come on. Yeah. For years, for years, I've seen, I've seen people, pastor, preacher, get with it. Man, I, man, I couldn't make it through preaching. Yeah, it's hitting, it's hitting, it's hitting. I'm glad it's hitting. I'm up out of my seat. I can't stay in that seat. How come you can stay in that seat? Think about what I'm saying here. Think about what I'm saying. They, they were coming, hitting, beating. If they could, if the pastor was down, patting. I mean, you're talking about some fire. You're talking about some noise. And that's not the reason that I have to have hearing aids. The reason I got to have hearing aids is because I was a gunner in the Army without the proper hearing protection. Tank gunner. I'm longing, hear me, for a post-moving experience because I won't have to even hardly preach in it. Because people would be moved up there. They'll run up there. My question to us, are we following the word of God? Or are we following this one or that one? Are we following their example? That their example is not really the right example in worship and praise? Thank you. Praise is acting clamorous and foolish. I thought we were supposed to enter with thanksgiving and and what? Yeah. Even you that I love so much. <laughs> I think they're super cool. 
Because even when I'm over there sitting with my wife, whoever's preaching, you've seen me. They hit something good. What do I do? Pastor. Why do I get up? Because I'm supporting the Word of God. Hand claps are diminishing, but that's okay with me. I'm not stopping getting up. It don't matter who it is. It can be a novice. It can be bishop. It can be whoever it is. If they're preaching the word of God and it's, and it's going, I'm going to get up out of that chair. I'm going to get up out of that pew, and I am going to honor the word of God. I am going to love the word of God. I'm going to praise the word of God. You see, you don't really understand it. When you're making praise, you're praising the the word. You're praising the word because the word is Jesus. And I'm telling you right now, maybe it's because you really don't have the word working. Now, now, I don't know if you're calling me bishop now, pastor. It don't really matter. Call me brother White. It don't, make, it don't matter to me. But the point is, where are we? Where are We content with saying a few songs, having a nice little message, doing a few claps, going home. That's why so many people are backsliding. And they backslide on the chair before. We got people doing all kind of things in this church that they ought not be doing. They think they're hiding it. It's all of us. You move the post, people are going to hit this altar and get it right. There's something about fire and the purification of fire and the revealing of fire. This, this prophet, I believe this prophet, as all God's prophets, we're pretty bold. Would you agree with that? I don't think any of them said it in a whisper. I like what Elijah said to King Ahab. I'm not troubling Israel. You are. The question is this. Are you the one Preventing the post spiritually from moving. There will be people sitting here, people that you love, people that you fellowship with, people that you talk to, people that come in off the streets like we had recently. They need more than they're getting. And they're not going to. Okay, I heard it. I heard it. Okay, it's the minister's responsibility. Where'd you get that? God told me to preach the word. I believe he told you to worship and pray. I thought he. Some of you are getting tired now. You're getting tired because I've been hitting this and hitting that and hitting this and hitting that. And some of you got hit. Well, that's all right. You need to be hit. You do. You need to be hit. You need to be hit. You need to be hit more. You need 
for me to come over like these two men right here. Some of you be so offended that you may not come back for a while and say, well, hey, what's, what's wrong? Hey, do you need something to remove the super glue? And the next one, what they do next time? They stood up because they're afraid I was coming back here. I expect that every time the word of God and even in worship. Quit looking at someone else to determine what you do in worship and praise. Quit it. Stop it. You're going to look at somebody. Well, they're not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want them to be mad at me. Okay, you'd rather have God upset with you. I'm not talking about something that I haven't demonstrated all my Christian life. I love our brethren. I love the truth of the Word of God. But I'm going to say something again. If the apostolic movement does not wake up and start having church instead of a fellowship meeting. There's dust on the altar. And one thing about dust, it can be consumed by fire. I can see Bless your heart. Remember, I don't have any notes. I just had a scripture. And I am so convinced in the Holy Ghost that this is where the apostolic as a whole movement is. We're too spoiled. I've been in the Philippines so much. They have nothing like this. Nothing like this. But I have watched every Filipino, every one of them, crowd this altar and shed tears on a dirt floor. Don't be surprised that God doesn't take things from us so that we will be motivated to understand that all we really needed was God in the first place. You say, why do you keep bringing that up? That's a different country. It is, but it's not a different church. They're the same church as we are. They're the same body as we are. Why is it that they are fervent and we are not? been to Africa. They were just as quiet as we are, aren't they? The first time I went to Africa, can I say that the first time I went to Africa, I went by myself. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little, I'm going to say that. Scared. I didn't know the man. Never met the man. I didn't even know where I was staying. I was going over to Zambia, a city, Nadola. And I remember our first service. I remember our first service. Here I was. I was ready. I was ready. You know. 
and they were greeting me, very nice, but I didn't, I didn't know. And this lady comes, and, and, and she's dancing, and she's doing things. I'm thinking, oh, what's happening here? But then as they begin the service, they love this particular opening. Fire, 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 fire. We, when is the last time you have danced in the Lord? Maybe you've never, or maybe that's not your way. Okay. But some of you have, I know. When's the last time you shouted? When's the last time? You don't need to do that no more, I heard. You're, you're, you're too mature for that? Wow. I didn't know that was in the Word of God. I thought I'm still a child. Ha! You say that I come in the service? I've already got my mind made up that I'm going to dance before the Lord. That's nonsense. When I come into the service, I say, Lord, my knee's killing me. I'm tired. I'm old. I got every reason just to stand up there and just. And then the Lord begins to move, and I begin to. I don't just sing the songs, honey. I feel the song. The songs begin to move me. I see the words. They begin to move me. And when they move me, I can't help but my feet start moving. My body starts going. I can't help it. I'm in love with Jesus. Now, some people take that wrong. And they want to invite me to certain conferences so I can do that. I have to tell them. I say, look, that's not what this is about. So I have a hard time. I have a hard time. Had one just recently, a youth camp. They were the youth were getting with it, and I was back with where I was supposed to be. And they came to me and said, "I already had my camera out. It's ready for you." What you ready for? You ought to be doing it yourself. Can you imagine what would take place if those of you with the Holy Ghost would come in, whether you felt anything or not, and begin to really? Praise God. I probably couldn't preach. So if you don't want me preaching anymore, start worshiping God. You say, what are you talking about? It, it worked on Solomon when he, the priest couldn't minister. Because since you don't, you got to hear all these messages. And you know what? You know what the peculiar thing is, Sister Gloria? You already know what I'm preaching. Not just you, everybody. You already know it, but you have sat down on it. I'm not getting off of this. You have sat down on God. When are you going to get up? And start worshiping God that gave you life, that gave you truth, that gave you a way to be forgiven, that gave you hope of eternal life. Why would you sit down on that?
Dead people don't move. I have not seen a dead person in a coffin move yet. But I'm going to be honest with you, very seldom, even in sleep, you don't move. It's God's way to ensure the blood doesn't pool in one area. This is God's way. Preaching is God's chosen method by the foolishness of preaching. He shall save them that believe or obey. So preaching itself doesn't do you a bit of good if there's no application in it. You can hear it, agree with it, stay in your seat, and continue to do nothing. And you'll become hearers versus doers. That's not my desire for you. My daughter would come. Moving the post. Anybody remember any services that we've had when people just cut loose and they were shouting and dancing? Well, what happened to all that? What's changed? The building? Okay. We've been in several buildings. What's changed is us. So I hope and pray. I hope and pray that this evening, this afternoon, you're not going to come to the altar now. You're going to just sit in your chair. That you do some reflection on where you've been with Jesus Christ in worship and praise. The Lord bless you. Don't forget service tonight. Six o'clock, come early for prayer. And let's make some prayer. Let's make some prayer. The Lord bless you this evening. Thank you.